Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, uh, Doug, it is time for the trivia question at the beginning of the show. Uh, Doug, here is your trivia question. You were uh, just starting out as hosts of the show, but of course, we've been friends for many, many years. So here's a question from our past. What game did you used to play with your wife, Beth, while standing in line for the movies? used to play while standing in line in the movies yes it's a game that you made up uh am i still shorter than everyone uh that is incorrect doug i'm sorry it is jealous italian boyfriend it was a game that you used <laughs> to play uh yes it was a different time it was a different time <laughs> it was do different ethnicities. A different a different time. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, everybody check us out at six unseemly on all social media and unseemlyquestions.com Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Arnado. This is my sidekick, Doug Okar. We've got yay. a great contestant on the show today. Please put your hands together for Mark Shalafu. Mark, yay! All right, welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad Califax. to be here. Califax. I mean, Chalafax. Califax is here. Yeah, all right. <laughs> great. I'm glad, glad you're here. We also have a, uh, our studio audience. Uh, we have Emmett Montgomery and Rachel Teichman. Studio audience, thank you so much for being Hello. here. Hello. Hey. All right. Hey, Rachel. And hi, Emmett. No. Emmett waved, even though it's a podcast. All right. Oh, hello. Hi. You can hear it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mark, I'm going to explain how the show works. And we're going to get started. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I will ring a bell if I like your answer like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring a bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get, at the end of the show, I'll decide whether or not your appearance on the show is worth giving you five whole dollars. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, Mark. He said he's ready. It is time for question number one. Question number one. What's your favorite historical fact? I think my favorite historical fact is probably that uh, Jesus was born on my birthday. Not a lot of people know that, but Uh he shares a a birthday with me. It's not actually my birthday. It's technically three days after what people consider Christmas. Uh Um, But my birthday is December 28th, and that is actually when Jesus Christ was born. Thank and you. I think that's a fun fact that, you know, two of the most famous people of all time had the same birthday. Jesus Christ was born on December 28th. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, it's not a lot of people don't like history anymore these days. They're too caught up in their Netflix and their Xbox and stuff. But uh, if you actually dig into the research, okay, that's what you'll find. Okay, well, I'm going to say no bell on that question. I'll tell you why. Uh, because I would never dig into the research. And I <laughs> don't want to be even tempted to. History hater? I'm yeah. not a history hater. I just, you know, some things Some things I can tell immediately that I don't want to know more about them. <laughs> I mean, I, I got pretty liberal with some of that history, I suppose. But I think that if somebody looked it up, they would find out that maybe that's true. Maybe. So you just made all of that up? 
Well, I mean, I don't actually know when Jesus was born. I think that uh, I'm just sort of secreting that and uh, willing that into the universe. So, well, I'm I'm so glad I wasn't tricked into giving you a bell with that false information. But what if that's something that we started and it becomes like a, a household fact after that? You know, what if that's people's favorite historical fact that they trade at parties that Jesus's birthday was three days later than we celebrate it? You I know what? You I'm for- on board with this. I'm on board with this. Rachel, whether or not you're on board doesn't change the thing that I asked him for historical fact, and he told me a historical made-up story. Okay, well, but... do we? I mean, history. Do we really know? <laughs> right. You know? There's so much history that we just make up and teach our kids, and it's not real. Yeah. Fake I news. Mean, it could have been like a neat volcano thing. You know what? You but... two are right. This is the time for a revolution. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's oh, do it. I'm ready for revolution. I mean... History is written by the winners, and I think that we're all winners. So, you know. <laughs> Thank you. He just Leonard wants a special Stalin. birthday. We don't know how bad his birthdays have been. Give it to him. You know, let him have a Jesus birthday. All right. I still no bell. Uh, but thank you for answering the question. Uh, it's now time for question number two. Before we do that, can you tell people out there what you do? Yes, I'm a stand-up comedian and writer. Stand-up comedian and writer. Yes, I write jokes and I tell them. I write uh, jokes for the dad on Instagram and Facebook, parenting jokes, because I have kids. So it's a nice way to write jokes about them for a few million people that I wouldn't tell on stage about them necessarily if they're not good enough for the act. But uh, Uh I can at least burn them on social media and they won't see it for a long time at least. That's perfect. Uh, it's It's always good to plant little bombs for your kids to find in their future. Like a yeah. scavenger hunt. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's time for question number two. Question number two. Would you make a good spy? Yeah, I think I would, but I don't like the reasons that okay, I Okay, already I Nobel, that... but please tell me why you think you he would. He likes to lie. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've lied pretty clearly and convincingly on that first question to the oh. point that, you know, uh, it seemed like you believed my historical fact at least a little bit. And if I can change minds about, you know, Jesus, then what couldn't I do as a spy? I also just think that, yeah, the lying is coming too easy, especially uh-huh. as it's stand-up, that uh, you get a little bit loose with some of the details. I was at the coffee shop yesterday. No, you weren't. You've been telling that joke for three years, but uh, those lies that you start out small on stage kind of grow over time. So once you get used to living in those different personalities, this is who I am off stage. This is uh, who I am on stage. Same person, just a little bit enhanced. It's not that much of a leap to go to a totally different identity and, you know, drop yourself into some communities just to try and, um, Mark, you know, get what you're after. Are you ranting? Yeah, that's not good spy behavior. I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, I, I already had ruled Nobel on that uh, because, <laughs> I mean, based on the <laughs> answer to the question, if you, I mean, if you answered no, then I definitely want to give you Nobel. But I answered Nobel because the lie that you told earlier didn't get the desired effect. And so I just kind of like expanded that into the idea that perhaps you wouldn't be great as a spy. Man, so my first question is going to sink my whole uh, appearance. Yeah, it's like a post on Facebook. I hope it doesn't. I mean, I don't I don't think it's never happened before. Okay, it's never happened that someone's answer to the first question affected every uh, ruling after that. That's never happened. If it does, that will be my new favorite historical fact. Great. Hmm. Let's make history. It is time for question number three. Question number three. What did having kids teach you? 
Uh, having kids taught me patience, which I thought being married would teach me, but it did not <laughs> teach me that. Um, it, it forced me to change my world in ways that I was not anticipating, where you've got to put the needs of other people, multiple other people ahead of your own. Mm-hmm. But not always. Um, not always. That's true. Not always. But it's something that if you had asked me before kids, I would have told you that I was a very patient person. I was good at that sort of thing. And even after I had one kid, I still would have told you that I was a very patient person. But uh, having more than one kid has really forced me to address that side of me that was not good with patients and really embrace that and get better at it every day. How old are they? They are eight, six, and two. <laughs> uh, this, oh, that's right. You have three girls, right? I do. Three girls. <laughs> Is that, was that surprising for you? It was surprising for me. I grew up in a household of all boys, uh, a big like sportsy household. So now I've got all girls. The script has been flipped on me, which is not, it's, it's much it easier. I prefer it. Could still be sportsy. I coach two soccer teams. So it's a little bit sportsy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to say bell and I'll tell you why, uh, because uh, it felt really honest <laughs> about the patients and I liked it. All right, maybe right. honesty is the way forward for me then. Is, Not is necessarily. The kids, kids, is the kids just a bit? Are you really, you really don't have kids? Is this just part of your... Oh, I would be such a good family? spy if I didn't, if I didn't have yeah. children. I just posted other people's kids on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that guy real quick, real creepy, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it is now time for question number four. Question number four. Do Ouija boards scare you? No. Uh, they don't scare me at all because I feel like it's just another boring board game. There's just faster ways to get scared by ghosts these days than to sit through the laborious process of like, all right, we're going to sit here, move it around. Nobody's got time for that anymore. You know, our um, attention spans just don't, they don't operate ghosts. the same way. Just manifest ghosts. Let's just do it. Yeah. Show us. That leads me to a sub question. What's the, what's the faster way to get scared by ghosts nowadays? I think that if your internet went out, like in the middle of a, of a game show, that would be a, a good way to, to kind of send a message as a ghost. Are you Emmett? just trying to throw Emmett? shade at Emmett? I mean, not necessarily just Emmett. It could be anybody <laughs> that it's happened to that ghosts are trying to mess with. All right. You know, I, I'm going to say no, Bell. I'll tell you why. It's because when, when questioned on your theory, it kind of just falls apart. Like it started out great when you're like, there's other ways. But then when I asked you what those other ways are, you just had nothing. So that's true. That's fair. And say no bell. Okay. Um, now time for question number five. Question number five. Would you be happy living on a farm? With ghosts. Yes, with ghosts. That would be uh, living on a farm. I think <laughs> not necessarily that I, with ghosts. You can answer either way, but sorry, not I, necessarily my, with my, ghosts. My bad. Okay. I, I don't know that the answer would change too much. I think that I could be happy on a farm under the right circumstances. What kind of farm? I, don't think it, um, I think just one that is not too far away from important things like resources and stores and stuff like that. But it's still, I couldn't do it today. It would have to be under very extreme circumstances that I could live on a farm, like some sort of zombie apocalypse or some sort of horrific event that has forced me into nature. I like nature. I uh-huh. like to do the hiking with the kids and we'll, you know, go to cabins and stuff. But I couldn't do a farm full time unless, you know, it was my last resort. 
Unless it was ringed with zombies on the outside. Mark, an easily I'm defensible farm. I thought you were on a farm. You yeah. were given real farm energy. I thought you were in some sort of, you know, sad farm basement or shed of some sort. I'm in a sad Hilton, which is probably worse. <laughs> I guess the sadness shed is something we carry with us. Yeah. Hilton's always experimenting. The sadness shed is always in your heart. The sadness shed of the Hilton. All right. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Nobel. I'll tell you why. Uh, Because I could live on a farm. Oh, I got the question wrong. You could? (laughs) You really? You could live on a farm? I'm pretty sure you have in the past. Um, I've, with my, with my grandparents, I lived on the farm. I wasn't like, I I visited a farm. I didn't Uh, live. Did you have to do chores on the farm? I did. I did have to do chores. Nothing crazy though, because we were city kids, so they they were easy on us. You know, they they weren't like slaughter that lamb. You know, they weren't doing that. They weren't trying. But to you, like... we'd get eggs. Okay. We brought a lamb in just specifically for you to slaughter a- and yeah. eggs from the lamb. Get the eggs from the lamb. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is time for question number six. Question number six, Mark. Here we go. You got to get a ding this time. Would you stop farting to save the earth? I would. Of course I would. I think that uh, farting is something that I would stop even to save half of the earth if I got to choose which half. Well, I mean, here's the thing. But it would, I mean, let's talk about like how uncomfortable you'd be for the rest of your life, though. I mean, for the rest of your life, you'd be really uncomfortable. Yeah, that is a problem. I mean, I would have to find other ways to find some sort of relief and comfort, some other ways to get like an easy laugh in a room too. I would expect though, well, do people know that I saved them? Does the world get to know what I've done? Because if I'm suffering No, violence, it is a then... silent, it is a silent pledge that you've made. No, that changes everything then. Because if they're not building <laughs> statues of me, then why would I do that? Of course not. To save, it... to save the earth. Save well, the yeah. If I'm saving the earth, I just want a little bit of credit for saving the earth. Superman gets to have like a designed cape and a costume and stuff. People know who he is. Uh-huh. I mean, plus the first time he lays on his stomach when he goes to bed, I mean, there's no chance. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're holding your farts, right? I mean, Oh, we didn't say hold him. He just said, I mean, I guess you, we, you did, we hadn't decided what the mechanism was that stopped him from farting. Oh, okay. Is, is a world without farts one worth saving? <laughs> Can spiders. he still poop? <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? No bell. This is too many questions. <laughs> Maybe it's like a cork. I feel like you guys <laughs> are trying to back me into a corner somehow, okay? All I wanted is a statue and a little bit of thanks from this ungrateful world that I've saved by taking away my farts. I just want to know if he can still poop. Listen, we're we're not doing that, okay? This is not, this is not where, what's happening here. We're not talking about whether or not he can poop. All right. No. All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, you have answered all six questions. Thank you very much for that, Mark. Uh, Now it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. But before we do that, can you tell people out there where to find you? Yes. Uh, The best place is probably just on my Instagram and and Twitter, at Mark Shalafu. It's spelled exactly like it sounds. And uh, you can also find my stuff at, at The Dad on Instagram and Facebook. All right, at the data, Instagram, and Facebook. All right, uh, now it is time to decide when that you get $5. As always, we canvass the room. 
Let's start with you, Doug. What do you think? Should Mark get $5 for his appearance on the show? I'm not sure that you dinged any of his answers. I know I did. I definitely did. Okay. You just weren't, uh, I guess, paying attention or I, forgot. Well, yeah, I think I just tuned out. I was like, oh, he's just not going to ding it anyway. He hates him. Ah. Uh, I totally did. Well, based on the low amount of dings, then they would be setting a pre- bad precedent if we gave him $5. So I would have to say zero, and I feel bad. I'm sorry, Mark. All right. Um, well, Doug, I mean, I know you're new to the show, but I, I have told people who've asked that it doesn't matter how many bells you get. In fact, I say that in the rules at the beginning of the show, regardless of how many bells you I get. I wasn't paying attention. Got it. Okay. All right. Uh, Emmett, what do you think? Should Mark get $5 for his appearance on the show? Um, You know, at first, uh, I, I, I wanted to identify with Mark because we're both from families of boys, but then he you know, wants to sick the, the ghosts on me because of my internet connection. I was terrified by Ouija boards as a kid. Um, and I believe that we have very different views of, uh, on farts. Um, but he's obviously a man in pain, and I think $5 could change his life. So I think he needs those $5. All right. Kind of a complice sort of thing going on. Enabling. All right. Rachel, what do you think? Should Mark get $5 for his appearance on the show? So I'm having two thoughts pretty consistently. The first okay. being the, the first being Can you still poop? <laughs> oh, well that's a that's that's a third sub thought. Okay. But the two primary thoughts are um when he first came into the studio, I was like, Oh wow, he has some major dad energy. And then I came to find out that he like owns the dad. And so like that's you know, okay, we got that energy going. And then uh the second thing is that he has the correct opinion about Ouija boards. I tried using one one time on Halloween. Nothing worked. Nothing moved. Nothing happened. Um, right. And so because Seems of those... a little more about you, but keep going. <laughs> no, I, I have more to say about this. Okay. Um, and so because um, he is correct in both his energy and his opinions, he should get paid $5. <laughs> okay. Well, Rachel says that you're correct in her, your opinions. Uh, and you should... You know, it's weird. Like you want to be okay with her saying you get five dollars, but her reasoning behind it seems, you know, kind of off. I mean, I've got good energy and good opinions. It sounds pretty airtight to me. All right, but I mean, uh, now I'm supposed to weigh in, right? Uh, as soon as I ask you. Also, okay. I think Ouija board's getting an expansion, so it's supposed to be a better game. Um, I don't think that's true. Is that true? I don't know. Ask Mark. He's the one. He's the spy. All right. Uh, thanks, Doug. Mark, question for you. What do you think? Should you get $5 for your appearance on the show? Should I get $5? No. And I think I deserve the $5 for the points that Rachel outlined. I feel like that I'm definitely worthy of the $5. But should I get it? I would say no, because I'm heavily invested in the success of this show now. And I feel okay. like by not taking the $5, that could be reinvested into the future of the program. Wow. And if it helps it elevate it even more, I'll get more credit for my appearance on it. So all anything right. I can do for the team, even if it's just $5 for me, what if all the listeners chipped in $5 of their own? And then, you know, maybe that would help take you to the next level. So I would like to start that trend and say, I don't, I shouldn't get it. So you would hold your fart for the show for sure though i will hold, i would hold one fart for the show yeah we appreciate it thank you so much you've been a wonderful contestant we will agree with you and not give you five dollars yes 
Excellent. All right. Uh, but Doug, it is uh, up to you. Tell me, what did you learn from this week's show? I learned that dads have an energy and uh, <laughs> I'd like to get that. I'd like to get that. You are a dad, Doug. I know. I don't know if I give off the dad energy. Does sure. your daughter also play soccer? She does. It's like so many. Sim- you never even brought that up when he was like talking about. I just like it seemed like an obvious place for you to chime in. I never think about my loved ones. <laughs> all right, uh, everybody, check us out at Six Unseemly and all social media at unseemlyquestions.com. A podcast network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.